Hey everybody, what's up? It's Chase. Welcome to another episode of the show. Uh, diving right in, I, I got an email. This particular email was flagged because it was uh, from a guy named Mike Dussel. And it was an invitation to Mike's book club, which includes a number of other like-minded creators and entrepreneurs. And Mike's goal is to get people together to read a book a month and then reach out to the author with the goal of picking that author's brains around personal questions from the book, the concepts that they talked about. And now this was in the wake of, it was about a year ago, maybe a little bit less. Uh, and it was around my book, Creative Calling. And what stood, there's a couple of things that stood out to uh, about Mike's email. Um, one is that he'd been paying attention to this community, the one that you're a part of right now that you're listening, the show, the community, um, for a long time and has understood the nuance of navigating, um, the future of creativity, of entrepreneurship, of living the life of our dreams. Um, and then second, I love people who take action and who rally and organize others. Not everyone's lot in life, but to me, this was a, an interesting way to, um, essentially talk with one person who in turn can affect the lives of so many others. So, um, my, my goal with today's show is to share with you a zoom call where I answered questions from this book club, many questions, uh, of which I had never been asked before about my career, about, uh, the, the book creative calling, but most importantly, the actions that we all ought to take and the mindset required to pursue our dreams in career in hobby and in life. So a little warning here, as I mentioned the call, I was en route to the airport. So there's definitely some background noise and the cell service isn't perfect, but nonetheless, this is, I think an important exchange of ideas that, as I survey the landscape of people who listen and watch the show that I believe are incredibly valuable. So I want to thank Mike for unlocking this conversation, for bringing together a book club. And if you have book clubs that you run or are a part of and uh, you've read Creative Calling, uh, please do reach out. Um, again, info at Chase Jarvis, or you can ping the Creative Live team, info at Creative Live support at Creative Live. Uh, I want to know that you're reading the book and uh, maybe there's some lightweight way where I can help you out. So um, again, the topics that we cover are myriad and deep lessons learned from my radical, very public failure of my uh, number one app in the app store from 2009, Best Camera. Uh, where essentially I missed out on a billion dollars. And what do you do after a failure? How do you recover if you're struggling? Now, this is this is very public and very, uh, again, it was the app of the year. So it was very, <laughs> uh, this is a very public failure. And whether you've had, you know, public stumbles like me or, um, or private, I hope that the knowledge that I shared in navigating that could be helpful for you. Uh, another big topic around the psychology of money um, I recommend Ramit Sethi's book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. He's also got amazing classes on Creative Live. But this idea of the relationship that we creators, entrepreneurs have with 
our finances with building a business? Is it a hobby? Is it a business? Are we going all in? How do we do that? I think that's a really critical piece that we talk about. And also scaling a business uh, by pricing and charging uh, differently. Um, you know, your time is a powerful tool. How you charge for that time, what, is it value-based? Is it time-boxed? Uh, I think there's so many um, nuances to that, that this is a topic that unsurprisingly get, get, uh, I was asked as a part of this book club, but I believe that the answers and the conversation we shared around that will be valuable. So what if you could sell your work for 10x more, as an example? The key here is finding the market and conveying that value. Uh, and then the last sort of category of things that I believe uh, are effective and uh, helpful in this episode is how to collaborate with others, whether the, these are people that are either high up on the food chain or further along in their journey or people you're mentoring, how to, um, how to you know, manage speaking with decision makers because those are often the people that can write the check. And if you're trying to get your work out there in the world and you've ever felt sort of blocked or that your network is too small, there's a handful of, of techniques and tactics that we talk about here to advance that. So again, this to me is answering your questions directly. Uh, you know, that's why we built the, the, you know, the section of my my YouTube channel called The Daily Creative because so we could take you know questions from all over the world. This particular one being a book club uh, is just one I wanted to share in part because it was connected to the ideas that, that drive me, but also and particularly because I believe that this stuff is incredibly valuable. So I'm going to get out of the way. Thanks again to Mike for hosting the book club and, uh, and our conversation. Uh, I'm going to get out of the way and let you listen to this conversation with yours truly and uh, Mike's book club. Enjoy. Hey, this episode of the Chase Jarvis Live Show is powered by Creative Live. Now, if you've been in my orbit long enough, you know that for the last decade, my own creativity has been largely focused on building Creative Live. Sure, I've done all kinds of side projects. I've had books and shoes, and I shoot occasionally a campaign, direct a commercial, but Creative Live has been my focus. They are also the underwriter for this show. And that's the reason you don't hear me interrupt the conversation with advertisements every 15 minutes, but it goes way beyond that. You know that I believe so deeply in the power of creativity to affect change, to get us unstuck and to unlock the things, the beliefs, the dreams that we have for this one precious life. And the best way to do that, bar none, is through subscribing to Creative Live. That unlocks more than 2,000 classes each of those classes used to cost between 100 and 150 bucks, and now you can unlock all of them. That's tens of thousands of hours from the world's top creators for one low price, all under 149 bucks. So where should you go to get this offer? Go to creativelive.com slash creator pass. All one word, creativelive.com slash creator pass. We're adding new classes every week, and we're always streaming free content if you're new to the platform and you want to check it out. If you happen to be one of the listeners that already has a subscription, thank you so much. And let me know what you learned most recently. I always love hearing your stories and I'm always happy to amplify and give you a high five on social. Now, if you do not have a subscription, this is the time to go check it out and sign up. Hello there. This is an amazing surprise. Um, I'm, <laughs> you actually surprised me. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh How man. Uh, good, good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually at a loss for words um, because I, I was like, man, it's, you know, <laughs> everything happened. It's a lesson. And I was just like, you know, this, you know, we, we first of all, thank you for coming on. I, I appreciate it. it. So I, 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 I will say that. Um, well, it's, I'm grateful. I hear y'all are reading the book and uh, I just wanted to jump in for a few minutes here and say hello and say thanks for uh, paying attention to the work that we're putting out there and see if I can answer any questions. Um, just excited to uh, hear that you all are engaging with the stuff that we're putting out there in the world. Tell me a little bit about the book club. What do you guys like? Is it just a discussion group or how do you guys approach each book? Uh, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, each month we, uh, we go through a book. We, the, the goal is to at least do a book a month, right? And it's just really yeah. invigorating reading. And so uh, Joanna here, she, for this month, she was like, you know, let's, let's read Creative Calling. And Joanna, um, representing yeah, for me. So, Thank you. Yeah. So she, she showed you a lot of love. Um, and you know, the month before uh, we came off of reading uh, a book and had another author on. So we really just wanted to continue to to dive in and, and really gain some some value and knowledge. And, I, you know, I got to learn so much um, just just going through the book and reading, even learning about like the app you created that, you know, that you went through your lessons. Um, man, I could talk to you all day, so I'm, I'm going to step back. But the, I, the premise of the book club to answer the question is just really to to, to read the book and to get to, to see what value we can obtain from it. And not only that, be able to see if we can pick the author's brain, which is, which is your brain. You look a little frozen, so hopefully you're not, but um, to pick your you. brain, uh, you know, for, for, oh, you came. Okay, great. Uh, to just, you know, pick the author's brain to see where their mind was at as they were creating, as they were writing. Um, and ultimately as they were producing uh, content really. So that, that's the idea of the, uh, of the book club. My, um, my ambition in creating the book was to be in service of as many people as possible. You know, I've obviously done a lot of video. I've had a podcast for 11 years. Um, Creative Live is its own platform. And I've written, you know, thousands of blog posts. And it just seemed like another vehicle that was going to provide access to some people who hadn't actually consumed the material before. And I've got so much from books, you know, sort of like you can take 10 years or 20 years or someone's lifetime, they can put it in a book and you can grok that and it just saves you a lot of pain. <laughs> and so my hope was to be able to put my life experience uh, and pack as much experience that I've gained from others, right? From the, the Richard Branson, the Roxanne Gays and the uh, Mark Cubans and Tim Ferris's and Brene Brown's and Damon John's of the world that I consider to be my dear friends. If I can pack the wisdom that I've learned along the way and lots of stumbles and lots of failures and some of the inspiration that those cats have given me that hopefully it would add value to some other folks out there. So I got my finger. If y'all want to throw any rocks at it or ask any questions or tell me where I whiffed, I'm all ears. I'd love to get some feedback. Uh, Chase, um, I'm actually a guest of the book club. I think I'm going to be joining today for sure, though. Mike hit me up and was like, Chase Jarvis. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm logging on. I'm logging on. Um, so I just I just purchased a book <laughs> today. And I'm going to start it tonight. I'm, I'm very excited to, to meet you. 
Um, and so like, I'm, I'm a self-taught photographer. I was working full-time in tech um, and then I, you know, I quit my job. Um, and then I've had like a very long career in a short amount of time. I've been able to shoot for, you know, around the world for Time Magazine, et cetera, et cetera. But now I'm at a place where it's like, you know, I've had like all this success and all these nominations and awards. And I, I kind of feel like a, a little bit of like a, like a resistance to, towards like, like almost like a, not, a, I want to, I don't want to say imposter syndrome. I, I feel like I've worked very hard to get where I'm at, but like, I feel like a creative resistance that I'm starting to feel as I like I've entered like a new, I guess, echelon of my industry. And I was just curious to know what your thoughts on or like how to combat uh, some of that resistance or that creative, like, I, I don't feel as creative for some reason, because I, I feel like mentally my brain has hit a switch, like, oh, you made it. And I'm trying to like unhit that switch to get that sort of, I guess, urgency uh, back. And on the outside, things are going absolutely yep. incredibly amazing, but I, I myself can feel my momentum. And so I just wanted to get your, you know, thoughts on, on something like that. First of all, I want you to know that what you're going through is not unusual. Uh, a lot of people talk about it in sports as a sophomore slump, and I wouldn't characterize it as a slump because you know that, again, on the outside, everything looks good, and all the, the key performance indicators, you're getting jobs, you're getting recognition, all those things are in place. But there's a, um, I think there's a recognition that what got you to where you are is not the same thing that's going to get you to where you need to be next. And so there's this constant uh, aspect of reinvention there's an aspect of um, lack of clarity. There's an aspect of, I think this is a big thing, thing about here, which is before you had nothing to lose, right? Because you came out of nowhere. And now you've got a reputation, you got clients, you have income, you have your own personal dialogue, and now some shit's on the line, <laughs> right? And Here's the funny thing is that that, like all these other things, are muscles that develop because at each stage of the game, there's a new round of you that has to emerge. There's a new, um, a new vision of your work or a deeper version. Um, these are things that never go away. And, you know, the fact that, you know, people later in their career end up coasting is largely because they, you know, they don't want to be, it's, it's easiest if you think about an actor or an actress who, who, you know, done all these roles, gotta be horrible if they really, you know, picked a chumpy role, right? <laughs> and it gets more and more complicated in their mind, in the script's mind, in the, the director's minds, the agent's minds. And there's this collective like, oh, well, what's she gonna do next? And that's just a part of the game. And part of why I like to do a lot of things is because I can like win and lose in a bunch of different games all at the same time. It's if you've ever played, uh, you know, um, craps, you got like six bets going on at the same time. It's not like blackjack where you're playing one hand of cards. You know, on a craps table, you've got like six or eight different bets going on at the same time. And that's the way I like to roll creatively, professionally. I find that that helps me with some of the smaller weight stuff. It, you know, you've always got a couple of big swings out there. And um, yeah, I just, what you're going through is absolutely normal. And, you know, I think the best solution is community talking about it like we were doing here. I think, you know, I didn't really have that. I had to figure that out looking backwards. And then I start to compare notes to friends and, you know, peers who are, who's, who've crushed it. And lo and behold, 
come to find out we're all in this shit together and everyone's been going through it for for a long time so um thank you for sharing that it's uh you're not alone thank you thank you that was an amazing answer thank you of course hey uh, no one's going to be offended if i start driving i'm not gonna be able to look 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 right at y'all but i got a plane to catch and and i want to keep talking to y'all you guys cool with that yeah absolutely yeah no i i had a i I had a two-part question but i asked the first question um so I, i had the opportunity uh, um, so I started to read, as I was reading, the first thing that intrigued me, you spoke about your best camera app, right? You, you had the vision for ultimately what Instagram turned out to be, and you had some problems with the developers, and ultimately it was through that error that, you know, you I think probably Creative Live was built, right? Because pro- if best the best camera app ended up coming into fruition, and, you know, it being app of the year, and you know, you having the community, and I think you said yeah. you had like a, a million people download that app. So, and so ultimately, from what you, what I read or what I understood was that app only failed because your developers, the person, the people you had creating the app initially, uh, they basically didn't have a long term vision, and they kind of moved on. They didn't update it, knowing that Instagram basically. I don't want to say stole your idea, that's the wrong word, but basically created the same thing you did after you. And then you spoke about like it being like a billion dollar mistake and you not even coming onto Instagram for, you know, years and years after that. What was your initial feeling like when that happened as things were happening? And I know you spoke a little bit about it in the book, but I, I one of the questions I spoke to the group about last week was if I made a billion dollar mistake, like I was feeling it, right? Like it, it would hurt. And when I read it in your book, you said, yeah, you know, you didn't answer the phones. You didn't, you know, you, you kind of just like sat with it. Like what was your, what, what ultimately was your feeling? Like, how did you feel um, going, like knowing that Instagram became the success it, be, it had become, understanding that well, that ultimately could have been you and how long did it really take you to move forward? Well, I think you probably, if you do a little bit of math, and for anyone who wants to know a little bit more about what Mike's talking about, um, you can look up my name plus my biggest failure and best camera. You just type in a few words and you get the whole, you get the long version. Mike just gave you a very eloquent short version of a very, very painful aspect of my career. but I think if you just trace the timeline, it was it was a number of years before I shared that. And I wasn't, you know, there were some legal reasons because um, I needed to keep my options open. Because it really was. Instagram was a little stamp copy. It was a direct rip off of Best Camera. And it wasn't like they ripped off. I mean, you've seen it, right? Yeah, Facebook ripping off uh, Snapchat with stories and all that stuff. Um, so it happens in technology and someone just throws $100 million you know, and that's what happened. Basically, Instagram raised a hundred million dollars and started spending it in order to, you know, to defeat us. And um, it was very painful. And it was it was this handful of stages of that pain. The first one was just frustration. And without going too much into the details, I had a, a contract with the developer, and the developer, as Mike said, didn't see the long term vision that these were going to be very very valuable. I thought. And then apps were just all flash in the pan, like you know, like the lighter app or the pretend you're chugging a beer app. All those, they didn't realize that they were going to be huge 
you know, multi-billion dollar companies. And so they were disincentivized, despite having a revenue sharing agreement, they were disincentivized to hold up their end of the bargain. So it ended up stagnating. And um, so fast forward a couple of years and a bunch of lawyers and, you know, probably tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. Um, what I just, what I came to find out was that, you know, that's where the best, that's where character is built, right? You don't, you don't take a bunch of character away from all your wins. You take character away from your losses and whether they're big in public or small and humble, um, I look at it as an opportunity to, you know, see what I did well and where we screwed up and apply it to the next thing. And, you know, what I'm doing right now is that there's a term that Brene Brown has and she calls gold, she calls the gold plated grit, where you just talk about the painful parts. Um, did you close the garage? Yeah, I did. Um, I just talk about the painful part in a, as short a time period as possible. And then you just go back to it. And then I bounced right back and everything was cool. And I'm just telling you, it wasn't cool for a long time because it really was, you know, it was a, a billion dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's what Instagram sold. And to be fair, like I had an opportunity to several opportunities to sell the best camera for, you know, private jet money. And um, just got, got in that predicament. And it, it did sting, I think, but what stung the most is my, you know, in hindsight, was my unwillingness to process that as a fuck up and to just not talk about it and to just, you know, move on without actually acknowledging it or thinking that I, I gained the end any experience. They were talking so, about how well yeah, it was, it was a big one. I guess the question is statement first is that I love money, but I love people more, but I'm also like terrified of money. And that's something that I've like noticed. And I feel like that's kind of kept me at this, I guess, leveled space where like, I'm making a lot of money. I'm making money, but I'm not like going where I think I have the potential to go. So I guess the question is, is like, how did you get over that hump of like, or if you ever even like had that like mindset of like, oh my gosh, like I feel like the more money that comes in or the more like potential of money really just makes it scarier. Cause like, I don't, like, I don't want to mess anything up with other people's money and I want to be like smart with it. So like, I guess, how did you, how did you um, kind of get to that next stage of, of dealing with a lot of money? Um, so I came from low socioeconomic status. Um, my, my dad was a cop. Our house is at like 57 degrees growing up. You're like, you're cold, you put on a you put on an extra layer. And so I, you know, potentially like you, Rashid, I had some conditioning from my my upbringing around money. And it had a it has sort of one or two effects. It either has it makes you uh, not care a lot about it or care a lot. And um, I think it made me just 
wanted to earn enough that I didn't have to be like that old narrative in my head. So not dissimilar to you, making money was important to me. And um, one of the things that I quickly learned is the amount of money that you make is mostly proportionate to the people that you're trying to sell your stuff to. And you can choose where you put yourself in the market. And right now, where you're sitting right now, you may you may know that, or it may seem crazy. It may seem like a pipe dream where, gosh, I, you know, like let's just say you sold the photograph for a thousand dollars. You could sell that same photograph to a different person for a hundred thousand dollars. It mostly depends on who you're talking to and what the demand, what what they but they value something like that that they potentially could never get themselves. So realizing that early on, especially with, with art or with you as an individual, because it really only is one of you and me as a photographer and director or an image I created, that's it. There's one of them. And when I, through repetition of my market, feeling scared as shit on the inside but learning how to ask for the money I mean, not to say like yeah my fee is five hundred dollars and you say yeah my fee for that's ten grand and you know i it is it's it's very much a learned um it's a muscle like anything else that i talk about it's a learned skill to be able to talk about it think about it manage it um I really like a friend of mine I'd recommend that you pay attention to um, if money's a thing. And his name is Ramit Sethi, R-A-M-I-T-S-E-T-H-I. And he talks a lot about managing money, um, how to set it and forget it and invest and fear all the, all the, all the basics. Um, but what I'd encourage, and so I, he's got a book called I Will Teach You to Be Rich, which I really recommend. But more importantly, is our conversations. If you watch a couple of podcasts, I've had them on the show like three times. Go back to the earliest one and um, and watch that. We talk a lot about the psychology of money. And just like, you know, one of the first questions I answer here, that the, um, you are not alone. This is like, you know, this is an age old problem <laughs> about how do we think about money? How does money control us or how do we control it? And, the first, you know, first time I asked for a thousand dollars, like total the first time I asked for $10,000, first time I asked for $100,000. And it's true that the more you get comfortable operating circles, and that's just experience, right? You can't go from like your first karate chop to a black belt, right? You got to take some hacks and it might not seem like this where you're standing right now, but you know, you really can. There's we have unlimited earning potential, and that is a very hard thing to rock. But you, as an individual human, there's only one of you on the planet. You've got your unique view on the world, and I don't know what line of work you're in, but if you structure your business correctly, but the first time you make a big sale. I mean, I remember I was making I mean, I mean, $12,000 one year. I will look it up. And then the next year, I sold a single photograph for 10000 in the first month of the new year. And I was like, 
all right, new game. <laughs> game on here. This is like, now I have, I can 10x. If I just do that 10 more times, then I can 10x, you know, what I did last year. And I think there's just a, there's a set of muscles that you develop over time. Part of the way that you develop those is through reading and learning. That's why I recommend Remeet. Um, and a lot of this has to do with market and positioning. A lot of this has to do with, and these are all things I think you can also learn on Creative Live. I don't know if you have a Creator Pass subscription, so you can poke around and look for some of this stuff. But um, I, I just want to emphasize brash. Most of us are not, um, but this is a set of confidence that you develop over time. And I would love to hear that you listened to the podcast and for me, you find out how to position yourself and you actually, I'd love to know that you, you found the next level for yourself because it really is, it's up here, it's the difference between the best athletes in the world and the rest of us, the best. Uh, performers, the best musicians, the best artists. It is like the psychology and the mindset. That's why I spent so much time talking about mindset in the book. So um, I want to find a way to, to get a follow-up from you and to, when you, you tell me that you just cracked your next big deal. Maybe Mike <laughs> can put us in touch. Yeah, no. We'll get in contact. <laughs> I'm a photographer, by the way, if you didn't know. So... <laughs> So, yes. I, 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 I remember. I just didn't know if, like, I don't want to assume that the way that you I mean, wanted to make money was as a photographer. I do, so I do I all. I do other things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. like to make money in different ways. Um, so that is the reason why I am um, also inquiring. So I'd love to get in contact. Yeah, that's and what we I, can in chat. But I just, uh, I, you know, uh, I, I think I think it's a fantastic question, and the psychology of money, like what underpins your view of money is a, you know, that can really get in the way get in the way and also the set of skills that you have to develop to manage it and manage the thinking and psychology around it is that's it's real stuff and the cool thing is is that once you get past all the, okay i gotta open a bank account and get a business license and those things aren't the money makers but your psychology around money your psychology around your confidence your ability to present yourself, ability to walk into a room, like those are all people, you know, we're taught in our culture that those things are <laughs> gifts. Yeah, they may be for some people, but it's also for, for everybody else. It's a learn, it's a learn skills. They're very learnable, teachable and replicable. You get better over time. Do you, do you have time for one more question? I know you said you're about to hop on the highway. Yeah, I got time for one more. I'm happy to do it. I, I do this shit all day. Uh, I got one. <laughs> time for one more shooting i i appreciate that uh, so I'm, I'm curious uh so you said uh you know you just mentioned you get a ton of emails share a ton of messages um uh, so just I, I think just from my knowledge and just for people in the group who are trying to you know just reach people like you you have a wide range of uh your network is obviously a lot of amazing people the richard branson's you mentioned you know uh you know just a ton of people what stood out uh, as far as my message do you think that kind of helped propel us being here, right? I, you know, I was amazed when you said, you know, Richard Branson was a part, like one of the investors and just, you know, you're, you're, you're around multi-million dollar, you know, and billion and billion dollar people and 
you know, thank you again, right? I'm, I'm super humbled. We're, we're super excited for you to take this time. And, you know, I, I see like in the book, the importance of giving back, but I'm just curious, like what, what made, I guess, my message uh, stand out, um, I guess, versus like maybe the millions of other people that reach out? Um, there's a couple of reasons. One, that you're organizing others around it. I think building community is a key attribute of people that I find are successful. And not everybody does it in a very overt sort of, um, in, in an um, extroverted way. So for those of you that are on the call that are introverts, um, like, don't worry, there's, 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 um, in fact, introverts are some, make some of the best leaders and some of the best community builders. They do a good job of sharing the focus and putting on other people and help bring people together. Um, but to me, that was the key that you're organizing other people around ideas that are inspiring, you know, that you're hosting a book club and, taking initiative and convening people because there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, ask for one-off help or, I mean, you know, I get hundreds of messages a day and, you know, I got, I got just my fingers, you know, I got a small social team that helps me with that stuff. But so what I look for is people who are taking initiative and, we're showing up over and over and over in, in, in my feeds and or spreading the word of the work that I've already done and um, people that have shown up for a long time. And there's people that I've met, I, I wrote about this in the book that I, you know, I've seen them in my social feeds for 10 years, never met them. And then, you know, they'll walk up to me in South by Southwest and they'll say, I'm, petunia 167 and i'm like holy shit petunia 167 i've seen you in my feeds for years thank you so much and while that wasn't the case with you the case with you is i want to identify people that are doing the work not just for themselves but for others because that rising tide floats all the boats i wouldn't be where i am without you know a thriving uh creative community um and I, I'll, I'll also say that this that was sort of shit about me at all it's not just because i've written these books and a bunch of photographs but it's because i've been building community for a long time and i looked and there was a dearth there was just a vacancy there wasn't a lot of communication there wasn't a lot of collaboration this is you know early early internet and so i have a soft spot in my heart and my soul and i believe that this you know, the people who want to be together with other people and the people who organize and make that possible that's who I want to over-index on. So I want to say thank you. I mean, this is a little bittersweet here as I'm getting close to the airport. I gotta let y'all go, but it's um, it's you know it seems like a fitting place to to part ways because you all done such a good job of um, and thinking talk about and care about and support one another um, and just know that myself the creative live community we care a lot and um, i'm glad you all had a good experience uh on on, on kenneth's pod i'm grateful that you're, you're reading the book um 
and I'm open to feedback and suggestions. Mike, if you've got some others, um, I think there's a lot of wisdom in that question. It's coming up. Okay. There's a lot of uh, my ways as a human. My, uh, it's not Siri, it's talking to me, it's my wife. <laughs> Your turn is coming up. Sorry about that. Um, just, uh, I, you know what you're doing, y'all. You got to keep organizing and getting together. You got to keep um, lifting one another up because it's hard. You know, it's hard enough uh, doing the work, let alone like managing your own psychology and and just the more that we can realize that we're not all that we're not alone. And I was thinking this morning how hard I used to work. Uh, I still work very hard, but I mean I'm talking about like sleeping in my car and sneaking into places and hiding there overnight so I could be there in the morning when the shit started. And I didn't have a, I didn't have a press pass kind of stuff. You know, breaking into my college dark room so I can develop film for free, gangster shit, (laughs) and and you know, getting people together and um, that is that is that's the glue that makes it all possible. So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you guys and thank you for considering the book. And um, you know, if there are other questions that I we didn't get to today, um, maybe we take it up again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. We'll we'll definitely be in touch. Um, yeah, I you know on the I mean everyone will say that thank yous and come off mute, but uh, again, uh, just something you can thank you. You know, just for the time. Um, you know, I, I think again it it was so fitting the time you came on just because um, I, I spoke about like hey everything happens for a reason, right? And I, you came on at the perfect time, right? You came on exactly <laughs> when you were supposed to. And timing, it, it just, it timing is out. everything, right? Um, yeah, and, and you know, it just it, it continues to just me. So, so thank you so much, man, for the time. Uh, thank you for the wisdom. Uh, yeah, I mean, I that's, appreciate that's, it. I'm sorry. That's what I'm sorry. I, I had to be. I'm sorry. I had to be driving during the call. I wish I could have dedicated uh, all of my attention and eyesight whatnot to you all. Uh, I just had a little schedule snafu here, so. Um, but um, okay. it's just a treat. It's a treat to sync up with you guys, and gals, and um, thanks again for having me. Until the next time, I bid you guys adieu. Be well, and uh, thank you very much. Appreciate you all. All right, hey, before you go, thank you so much for listening, and I want you to know that I appreciate the time, the attention that you give to the show, to the guests, and to your truly. I wanted to take a second to say thank you. This community, like any community, is a testament to the saying that a rising tide lifts all boats. By elevating one another, by sharing and resharing the show, the tidbits that you learn, the experiences that you take away from here, we can collectively have a massive positive impact on the world. Now, whether you're new here to my orbit or you've been here for a decade, I would encourage you to think about how you can show up for your peers, for your fellow creators, and the people in your life that you really know and care about. And one way of doing that is to share this podcast. If you've got any value from one of these shows or if you've been listening for a long time, your spreading the love means the world to me. That's how this show gets out. We don't spend a dollar on paid advertising for the show. It's you and me and the guests on the show that help reach new people every week. So I wanted to say thank you. 
I wanted to remind you that the only way this thing grows is if we grow it together. And uh, I'm grateful for any and all action that you take today. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.